You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Shutdown Fullcast. My goodness, an array of things to cover before Championship Weekend here in the first week of December 2015. Before we do that, as always, I'd like to welcome uh, my co-host to the program. Uh, first of all, I'm Spencer Hall. Hi. Editorial Director of SB Nation and founder of Every Day Should Be Saturday. Joining me from Brooklyn, New York, uh, making mistakes just by living, R- Ryan Nanny. I mean, I would I would be making mistakes as a dead person, too. I just want to be clear. Whatever afterlife awaits me, I'm going to fuck it up somehow. Yeah, we're proud of you for that. And joining us from Kennesaw, Georgia, where, remember, every household leader must own a gun by law, Jason Kirk. Hey, bang, bang. What's how, up, y'all? How do you decide who the, who the leader is in the house? Is there an election? Is there some sort of strength contest? Well, I think, Ryan, I think, I think, think about this from the top. It's, yeah. Whoever has the most guns. Oh, shit. It's, oh, it's so circular. I love it. Which came uh, first, the gun or it, the leader? This is a simple, simple town. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what happens first. It's uh, what happens most. I think if there's a tie for the number of guns owned in the household, then it defaults to whoever's got the Sam's Club card on them. Wow. I think at that point, it might be who's got the most guns in their hand. I'm confused because I thought in Kennesaw, your Sam's Club card was also a gun it just has your member number on it instead of the serial number yeah we rob the sam's club every day (laughs) that's the only way to survive here in this this war-torn war-torn bombed out hellhole man fallout 4 is great (laughs) it's amazing can't fallout 4 kennesaw i've got a metal robot in my in my house that that plays baseball (laughs) you yeah you have reached the zaxby's which one? Yes. <laughs> yes. The town. I, I started playing that game the other day, and I, 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 you go out of the neighborhood, and you see a dog, mm-hmm. and it barks at you. And I just unloaded on that dog, <laughs> and I was like, oh, wait, this is, this is my friend. Truly, you are Kennesaw. <laughs> I, was gonna I blasted that. the shit out of the dog. The dog's bleeding and, like, smiling at me. I was like, oh, we're friends. <laughs> That's how Jason and I met, actually. <laughs> <laughs> we met at a Taco Mac, where I just... Opened up on Spencer. Man, blah, blah, blah. Seriously, just some buckshot in the uh, buckshot in the ass. It was great. It was an awesome way to bond because really our relationship could only go up from there. New employee yeah, orientation. The stuff out the way. New employee orientation for the college football team is very unpleasant at SB Nation. <laughs> Did you survive the shooting? Congratulations. You're part of the team now. We do have health benefits. We do. We they're better. Perfect. They're excellent. <laughs> they're excellent. They cover major trauma wounds. <laughs> And should. Mm-hmm. 
the playoff rankings came out tonight. We should discuss those first because there are a number of things that could happen here with one week. And and I do. There's one week left before we get the entire playoff picture and the bowl picture left. And I don't want to short the bowl picture, by the way, because we already have one fantastic bowl on the board, i.e. the Popeye's Bahamas Bowl, which is in the Bahamas, involves a glorious fried chicken chain, maybe our finest fast food restaurant. Certainly, certainly in contention, yeah. Yeah, it's in the playoff. Let's yeah. put it that way. Yeah, it's it's in the playoff on question, right? Conference champion in its division, I would argue, and it involves Middle Tennessee State, fairly entertaining team, and Western Michigan, an extremely entertaining team that's coached by an actual crazy person. <laughs> it is coached by a living maniac, but like a crazy, not a crazy person in the sense of like, oh, be careful uh, of that man on the street corner who's not wearing any pants. This is more of like. Oh, this is this is a man who will try to sell you uh, a Bowflex because that's his job. I feel like he's the kind of crazy person who might decide to become an illusionist mm-hmm. tomorrow. But but as a religious thing, <laughs> yeah, he'll take it very serious. Oh yeah, he's not in it for the money; he's no. in it for the illusions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's yeah. sort of a more a more real world Joe Bluth. Yeah, he's um, PJ Fleck is an amazing. An amazing substance. I don't even want to call him a person. He's kind of a, a plasma that occupies clothing. And we'll seriously say things, but like before they went out and got flattened by Ohio State, looks at his locker room and says uh, something like, Ohio's never beaten an unranked MAC team uh, on the road, which it wasn't on the road, but on the road when they're number one. Then looks at his team and goes, Row the boat! <laughs> and this is, this is after he said, Horseshoe. Bunker foot. <laughs> Horseshoe, Bronco foot, <laughs> implying that uh, we're going to step on them, or or somehow wear the stadium we're as gonna, protective. We're going to walk this stadium right out of here. We're going to th- we're going to throw we're the gonna stadium. We're going to repossess one of the world's largest buildings. Row the boat. We're going to throw the stadium and hit a farmer in the head, and he's going to have a tra- traumatic we're gonna brain need injury. Four of these gigantic stadiums with our Mac budget. So we better beat the shit out of Ohio State. This is the best Transformers movie ever. That man gets to play a game in the Bahamas. I can't believe (laughs) he's allowed to leave the country. Are we sending Roger to this again? Maybe. It's not whether he's allowed to leave the country. It's whether he's allowed to re-enter. That's that's the big challenge here. I pity the customs agent who has to deal with P.J. Fleck, especially if Western Michigan loses this game. Anything to declare? Well, let me begin. <laughs> Sit down, I feel, friend. I, feel, I think it might be worse if they win, because then he's even wiser. You know, then he has more, 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 more witticisms to impart to that poor, that poor TSA person. He's gonna go like his speech before this game will be spectacular, and it will be something like, "The Bahamas were annexed by the United States in 1974." No, they weren't. And Middle Tennessee State—they can't even get a whole state. They can't. Well, you're Western Michigan. That's just like part of Michigan. Never mind. It's it's like if Les Miles and Mike Leach had a baby and it took the medicine from Flowers for Algernon. <laughs> yeah, or Limitless, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. But you're seeing all the wrong math. <laughs> Popeye's ghost pepper chicken. You can't see the peppers. I can see it. In your eyes, men. Row the boat. Two plus pig equals dry rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mitsu oh. is fucked here. Yeah, they're done. <laughs> they're so done. This man's got a whole month to come up with stuff to say. But you do get to leave Murfreesboro, so there's that. Well, that part's great. That part's fantastic. You take you take that L for uh, for a, a month of Popeyes. <laughs> yeah, that's... is there a pop? There's a McDonald's in Murfreesboro. I think no, that's about all they got. Man, there's so much more to Murfreesboro than the McDonald's now because they got like a Ryan's Family Steakhouse. So mm-hmm. who? Suck it, Jason Kirk. According to Google Maps, Murfreesboro has no less than two Popeyes. What? Oh, yeah. Don't on me. God damn. <coughs> oh, oh, and they one, might not even one, show up. Uh, one more. Does Western Mid- Does WMU have a Popeyes? Listen, if you listen, look this up, Ryan. Yeah, yeah you, you right. need you need to learn yourself on this. But I will say this: if you hop right up Enon Springs Road, you can even go to the one in Smyrna. If the other two just happen to be occupied. Uh, we, we've got a backup Popeyes. Yeah. So, ha. Uh, so I it, feel it would appear that Kalamazoo, Michigan, 
also has a Popeye's chicken. <laughs> Just one. It, it opened in October. Okay, okay. So maybe WMU, maybe not all their players have tried it. So they still have all of the strength that can be gained from Popeye's is in front of them. Whereas Mitsu, they're already at their full potential. Yeah, I think that's right. Okay, so I'll, I'll, t- I'll, take, I'll take the horses. Do you know uh, where Popeye's supposedly got its name according to this, this uh, news article I'm reading about the Kalamazoo Popeye's? Uh, from the Bahamas, I believe. Cor- correct. No, correct. That's not, that's not right. It's, it's from uh, the French Connection. Oh, yeah, from Gene Hackman. Yeah. I don't get it, but whatever. Yeah, because the guy who runs Popeyes was also an insane person. See, <laughs> this is a perfect match between coach and bowl sponsor. The playoff rankings, like I said. <laughs> would that take 18 minutes? At least. It you're, was a lovely diversion. You're only a tenth of the way through the podcast, listener. Keep going. <laughs> you can do it. Well, you're in traffic, right? You're you probably in traffic. You should have pulled your toenails out before this. That's yeah. on you. Now you're stuck. Cop might see you messing with your iPad, pod, mm-hmm. phone, digital machine. You don't want that. Just keep listening to this. It's not worth the ticket. $79. <laughs> or I wonder, This is it. If somebody actually decides that messing with their phone is worth the ticket rather than listening to this podcast, email me. I'll pay the ticket. <laughs> so your playoff rankings as of now. And I do love the way that they unveil these because they just go number one and they wait to like – they know this is just built on antagonism. So they're like – they count down one to three and then they let you see the like three teams that are in the soon-to-be screwed or saved position, right? So you're 10. Count down, uh, count down from one. Clemson one, Alabama two, Oklahoma three. Uh, and Iowa four. I don't think any of us have a, a serious problem with that top four. Do we not? Unchanged from last week, which based on what happened last Saturday see, and, and, and the other days of the Thanksgiving weekend, yeah, I think that's fine. No major problems. It's fair. I'd have, I'd have MSU over Iowa uh, based on they've played more actually good teams, but they're going to settle it on the field. Now, here's where it gets, uh, I think, trucksome, a little debatey, slightly controversial where your objections might be obstreperous and valid at the same time. Five is Michigan State. Now, obviously, Iowa and Michigan State are going to play each other. One of these teams will lose that game. Maybe both, if, mm-hmm. if this turns out to be ugly enough, which Iowa's playing and Michigan State's playing. There is a 1% chance they could play a game so ugly that they both get dropped. <laughs> 1%. I'm not saying 99 there was a complete lack of game control by either team in this game. <laughs> like if this is if this game comes out 2-0. <laughs> first of all, congratulations. We found that the officials were the only ones with any game control. It's like really good Jeff Long. But yeah, if this comes out 2-0, there's like the 1% chance that they're like, "Nah, let's just put Ohio State." I think I think we've seen enough. We've seen enough. We don't need either of these teams in. Ohio State learned their lesson. Give them the spot. <laughs> Give them the spot. Just hand it to them. But Iowa-Michigan State, one of those teams will be in that four spot after the Big Ten Championship. There are a few scenarios where numbers five or number six, Ohio State, and number seven, Stanford, and then like an nth of a percent chance of Notre Dame and eight getting in. And this is what it's going to take. What Jason, what is it going to take? For, for this to happen. There are two games being played that could decide this fate. Well, there's one that's sort of up to debate because we know, well, we know that Oklahoma has one spot, um, and anyone who doubts that should realize that Jeff Long also said that Oklahoma's Big 12 cha- conference championship bonus has yet to kick in. There are no actual numbers here, but he said that. So that's one spot. Uh, the other is the Big 10 which it's either Michigan State or Iowa unless the ugliness scenario happens, in which case it's Ohio State's. Um, so that leaves us with the – Florida is now America's team, basically, <laughs> the Gators, uh, who are all the way down at number 18. Sorry, America. <laughs> which makes them far too far away to actually jump up and steal the four spot, even if they beat number two Alabama. But they technically could beat number two Alabama, in which case there would be a totally vacated spot. 
So if you're if you're into chaos and mayhem, Florida is your safest. If if you could pick one team to win, that would be the one to win. That is true in, generally in life. If you're into chaos and mayhem, Florida is for you. Yes. Then we're not even talking about sports. Yeah. Generally, yeah. Um, now, that's not happening. But if, like, uh, I don't know, half of Alabama's team came down with a mysterious illness, or uh, Alabama was forced to forfeit the game. Or you know any number of any number of things could happen. Yeah, no, that's a list. Yeah, I was trying to think of more. No, but you're no. good. You're good. Two, two, two is a number. Two is so. two is more. Than, two is multiple. Can I bring up one? I just want to drop one thing. We can just leave it at that. Okay. Oklahoma. We all agree Oklahoma is the safest team right here, just because they don't have another game to play. They're technically the Big Twelve champion because. The Big 12 does this does it this way. <clears throat> I just want to say, TCU last year, in this exact same spot in the year, the ranking before conference championship week, had the number three spot. That's and all. Then, That's and all. Then, and then promptly bombed out. That's all. And, and, and it was not because of anything they did. Nope. Right. It was because of the... Their their head to head loss against Baylor had actually not mattered all season uh-huh. until Baylor finally had an equal schedule. So so, so then I'm not that saying plus plus Baylor canceling out the conference championship bump, you know, and and also Oklahoma. I mean, I guess the scenario here is say Iowa just demolishes Michigan State, beats Michigan State uh, like Ohio State did Wisconsin last year, which now we're talking, we're picturing with our minds Iowa scoring sixty points. This is a very, say that happens. This is a very Heaven's Gate scenario. Say Iowa scores sixty points. Mm-hmm. <laughs> say Kirk Ferentz has twenty and decides to score more, um, and say also Stanford does the same to USC. In that scenario. Maybe we start thinking about Oklahoma falling because that's what Ohio State did last year to steal the four spot. Mm-hmm. Um, I am pretty confident that Iowa is not going to score sixty points. So, I mean, to me, it's I just don't see any way Oklahoma falls out. I am I am very intrigued by the notion of Kirk Ferentz attempting to hang half a hundred intentionally on someone. Finally, avenging Bob Stoops for some slight that happened when they were on that staff in '82 or whatever. He took my cleats. He took my took took my favorite cleats. Let me let me throw this at you. I I don't necessarily believe it's going to happen, but let's say North Carolina beats Clemson mm-hmm. in a close game. Now and let's say let's say Iowa beats Michigan State. Let's just say the Big Ten gets a spot in there. Now what are we doing vis a vis UNC Clemson Oklahoma? Well, I think Oklahoma's still in. Are you talking about rankings wise? Yeah, I just, or? I just mean, I just mean, if we're looking for, look, our whole, our whole point of doing this is to come up with crazy scenarios that won't ever happen, because this is what we do. This is the same reason why people read Bill Connolly's season preview and say, "You're wrong. My team's going to win ten games." <laughs> and they did, didn't they? Yeah. I think, and they did. Iowa, fuck everyone. So. If UNC wins close against Clemson, that's probably the most interesting thing that could happen. Because if like UNC were to somehow shock Clemson by like 17 points or something, then you just say, "Well, shit, Bye, Clemson. give them the spot." Yeah. But if, yeah, if if Clemson, if I think if Clemson loses, I I, I think they're out. Um, that's just a hell, because that's a hell of a drop. It's it's a drop, but I mean you're looking. Well, I guess you know the next team up would be what Ohio State. If UNC doesn't come in, mm-hmm. then you're comparing Clemson and Ohio State directly. Yeah, and at that point, neither really has a conference title advantage. So the, that would be that would be a debate. The most bitter scenario I see here is one that I don't think can be avoided, and that would be that would be well. I mean, the most bitter would be Alabama losing to Florida, which I think we all agree is a mathematical nay physical impossibility. That's just that's a that's a spiritual impossibility. I don't even think it's possible Florida is leading at halftime. Yeah, I don't see any way for them to score a point. I've watched them for the past month and a half and no, they really might score fewer points than any team against Alabama that like I mean it might be a shutout. 
How has Florida been saving all its points? Um, I don't think that's how it works. Unfortunately, the fridge lost power months ago. Mm-hmm. Those points have spoiled. These aren't, yeah, these aren't uh, Sky Miles. Oh, you the, can't the, cash those in. Yeah, these, yeah. These are yeah, not these rollover are, points. They're not rollover points. They're not Sky Miles. They, they expire. They're not and, shelf stable. And frankly, if any team were going to be buying sketchy black market points, it's probably a team from Florida. We didn't know. But what? Listen, I had a cousin. He gave me some good deals on him. Yeah, my cousin Mike eBay. Same guy who sold Will Greer as supplements. They seemed solid. And suddenly we're here almost losing to FAU because we literally cannot score a touchdown with Treyon Harris at quarterback. So how about this? Florida beats Bama. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Even though we just... <laughs> Laid out how impossible that is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, UNC squeaks past Clemson. It's not impressive, and we still look at UNC's resume and say, like, okay, you've done one thing all year. Right. You've dunked on a bunch of bad ACC teams, and then you, you scooted past Clemson. Um, Stanford loses to USC, which actually has a coach now, and it's actually the uh, the coach who has won uh, all the games for them over the past year or two, so maybe that's good. Uh, so then what do we have? I guess we have the Big Ten champ. Uh, I guess UNC, if that much losing is going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ohio State sneaks up. Ohio State then sneaks up over Michigan State. That is brutal. Well, we got the Big Ten champ already, and so now we got two Big Tens. Oh, okay. In this scenario, Iowa lost. I, I, don't, think, I, I just assume. I feel like they're going to be more friendly to Ohio State being in there if Iowa's in there because they haven't played, and now they can actually sick the Buckeyes on the Hawkeyes and get, 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 them, get them out of here. Get them. But like, if it's Michigan State-Ohio State rematch, how is that fair? Michigan State dominated them uh, authoritatively <laughs> on the field. Everyone saw it. There's, there's no doubt left there's as to which was the superior team and which would win if they played again, no matter where Ohio State puts its many offensive coordinators, including the one who wears the half shirt while running the ball on the field. Um, there's just no doubt in anyone's mind. Listen, are you going to say that Ezekiel Elliott is not, in fact, their best offensive coordinator? <laughs> he did a great job <laughs> Saturday. Frankly, after their performance Saturday... I'm all in favor of putting him in charge of that offense. Give him a headset. Give him a headset while he's running. I hope it's in his contract. I hope he gets a bonus (laughs) if they actually make the playoff. Um, He gets an extra tenth of a scholarship. What matchups, by the way, like out of this? Like, real quick. Real quick. What are the matchups that you would actually want to watch if we're going one, two, three, four, and we're we're pinning those two games? I Like, Like just shuffle up all the teams in the group? Yeah, of like those you, seven teams or so. No, no, no. You, you can just if I'm going Clemson, Alabama, Iowa, Oklahoma. As it stands mm-hmm. right now, you go one, four, two, three, and that is a Clemson, Iowa matchup and an Alabama, Oklahoma matchup. Which one I, of those things does not sound no. like it belongs here. No. <laughs> like one, one makes total sense in my mind, and the other one is Clemson, Iowa. I st- <laughs> ha! <laughs> Why is it? Huh? I mean, I, I swear these teams have combined to not lose any games, but still. But the but, the answer is Clemson, Bama, and Oklahoma, Iowa, right? That that sort of evens out the because the disparity. because it, it's also it also has the like coaching. Then there's connection then there's angle. like in both there's a team there's an America's team in both. Right. I, I think, guess I think the optimal matchup is as as it lays. If we play it as it lays. Then you get the optimal lineup because I, Alabama Oklahoma to me is the best game possible yes. out of any of the four teams in terms of matchups, and I'm not just saying that because I think Oklahoma would knock out Alabama, and then we wouldn't have to watch them anymore. No, I think it's the most compelling game that you can set up between these two teams, um, because then you would get Clemson Oklahoma, and I think that's actually an interesting game because I don't think I was making it sleeping on the. I, I mean, I don't. Okay, that's fine. I know. I know this is this is the mo. You didn't think they were going to be twelve and zero either. No, it, it, son. Who did, Ryan? I'm just saying. Who did think they I'm would? just saying this Kirk, is Kirk Ferentz had them at like eight and Kirk. four. This is the 19th century <laughs> second coming splinter church that is about to find out if Jesus is really coming back or if a lot of people are going to be disappointed. Are you saying this is the Boxer Rebellion? (laughs) (laughs) We found Jesus and he's in China. (laughs) They'll go away. Oh my God. God, They're in Beijing. Oh no. It was angry Iowa running back hating God the whole time. We knew it. Okay, but if I'm looking at it on paper, 
I think that's the I way you want it to go because otherwise you get what? The least compelling matchup of these, which to me is Alabama-Iowa. Yeah. Oh, then, yeah, that's just mm-hmm. Iowa versus Super Iowa. <laughs> yeah, mega, <laughs> mega Iowa. Mega Iowa. Yeah, you don't want that. No. Now, Oklahoma-Clemson, that's a hell of a game. It's just you really don't want Iowa. I think you don't want Iowa playing uh, the, the like worst matchup for them is Alabama. To me, in terms of viewing quality, that's it. I don't want to watch Iowa versus Alabama okay. because it's just a headbutting contest where one team. This is like watching uh, LSU. So your answer probably doesn't change if it's Michi- Michigan State in the four spot. Mm, Michigan think- State is like chaos, Iowa. Okay. Yeah. It's the exact same team, but they got some Indiana in them. And Connor Cook, I think, can move the ball a little bit better than C.J. Beathard. Some of that Indiana is on the defense. Yeah, it's it's it it's uh, it's, it's spread it's over spread, time. It's it's metastasized throughout the whole body. Everyone ca- just, everyone catches Indiana. It's just a matter of keeping it dormant, taking your Valtrex, and amputating <laughs> as necessary. Yeah, <laughs> just lopping. Just hey, uh, you didn't need all those fingers. What if we sub Ohio State in for Iowa? Does that inc- increase Ooh. the the viewability? Now, now, no, you, I now I does. want the Bama Ohio State rematch. Well, yeah, I, I, we want, want that in round one. Yeah, I'll take it round one, round two, whenever because the results hilarious either way. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that is true. Yeah, <laughs> I, I get uh, I get a lot of hurt. I get a lot of hurt people on either side with like now we what? own your ass forever and always forever. have. I said this on Twitter before, but if you get it, it's one, Saban's going to kill Urban again. <laughs> He's going to break his heart twice. It's either that or it's Ohio State fans going like, sorry, bro, your T's low. Like that's, you need to work on that Andrew gel because, you know, can't swing these nuts like Urban. Huh? It's true. What? You can't. Uh, before we move on from the playoff, I would like to just – have everybody appreciate one thing. The 18 playoff is a likely future for college football. I have no idea when, and maybe I'm wrong and it won't happen. But if we assume that the selection committee is doing what it says it's doing and actually paying as close attention to who is number eight as to who is number one, your 18 playoff as of now would include three Big Ten schools, and Stanford, and Notre Dame, and one SEC school. With Florida State and North Carolina knocking on the door. Yeah, this whole thing is rigged against the SEC. It's pretty clear. (laughs) (laughs) Which Which is why it's very fun to see people from, I don't know, certain networks that maybe don't have certain contracts with the SEC. Who's to say? Who's to say? It's always fun to see them... In this year of all years, spout SEC conspiracy theories when one of the top ten teams before championship weekend. Are you perhaps referring to people who are saying the Pac-12 getting screwed by having the top two lost team? (laughs) Maybe. Who's to say? Who's to say? By having a a two lost team over. Or that the Big 12 is screwed by having the first team in the bracket. Maybe. Maybe. just, (laughs) just, Just maybe. Mm-hmm. I like that. The SEC is such shit this year <laughs> that we're hoping to get like maybe the dullest Alabama team ever. Like people are pissing and moaning because Tennessee's in there at twenty five. Who gives a flying fuck this year, buddy? Whoever. Yeah, like, who, oh man, this is disrespecting Wisconsin. Who the can, Big Ten who, has Northwestern and Michigan in the top fifteen. Chill the fuck out. Northwestern lost two games by like a combined 9,000 points, and they're still up here. Like, if Florida was ahead of Northwestern and Michigan, I'd listen to you. But they're not. Yeah. So just chill. Also, you know, like, Stanford did lose to Northwestern. I know they lost to Northwestern. I can provide all the fascinating context about how and when they did it, how Northwestern ended up pulling things out, being a pretty decent team, and how they had to go east from the west. And, oh, that's real hard. You just want to sing Body Clock again. Body Clock. <laughs> Stanford got their body clock. TikTok. TikTok with the body clock. Yeah, that's, that's fine. You still lost it. And you lost to Northwestern. And that'd be fine if you only had one loss, but you also lost to Oregon. 
Yeah, yeah that was a close game, but it's good a Pac-12. Or, good, good Oregon team, but you did lose to them. Yeah, you, you got two losses, man. Like, on the board, without looking at context, you look like Florida. Ooh, that's that's too far. That, that was mean. That's just you. unnecessary. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, yeah, but that, it's, it's right there. Florida would not beat Washington State. Yeah, just you want to see our defensive line just knocking out quarterbacks and our quarterbacks not being able to throw the ball at all. And suddenly it's like that game really might be that 2 0 special. Leach's seventh stringer just, just throwing throw 58 deep balls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I kind of want to see this now. Let's make that happen. And Florida definitely wouldn't beat Stanford because Treon Harris would apply to the Russian government for asylum if that happened. Instantly. Look what they're doing to me in America. <laughs> they're gonna make me play them. <laughs> you gotta protect me. Actually, he could apply for asylum this week and get it. Be like, they're gonna make me play Alabama. And that's when you get new Florida quarterback Edward Snowden. <laughs> <laughs> he also he also did some weird shit on the internet. It's fine. He's back, Bud Elliott, breaking down Snowden. Yeah, not much <laughs> not much mobility, but you know, good uh he's he's got good pocket awareness. I don't know, he's got pretty good mobility. Yeah, it's true. He's, <laughs> he is. That dude is elusive. He's, I, he's he, deceptive speed. That's that dude. He scrambled all the way to Moscow. Come on. The reader questions for this week are, are fascinating. Thank you for Ryan for soliciting them in a way that gave us fascinating results. We're going to do this. Some weeks our questions are great and some weeks they're not. We had a lot of ladies respond this week to questions. I assume that's because Ryan did it, and Ryan being, I think, the more inclusive, the more in touch with his his femininity, and being the nicer one, solicited the questions, and we got responses from ladies. So two things are happening. We're going to do nothing but women's questions this week, and two, we're never taking a dude's question again. You're all trash. You know it. <laughs> You're all fired. You're fired. You're going to be obsolete anyway as a gender. I speak for myself as well. I can't wait. It'll be awesome. It's fine. Is that now? Is that like a Jurassic Park kind of thinking? Yeah, exactly. Like soon, soon reproduction will not require us because yeah. life finds a way. Mm-hmm. Life will find a way without us, and I can't wait. Like I already work online. You're, What's yeah, more, you're, you're already half dead. What's more evolutionarily unnecessary than that? <laughs> besides musical theater. Don't God damn it! You knew I was headed there. Saw the turn signal and everything. You couldn't stop it. So I'm driving this train, Ryan. This is why men don't deserve to exist anymore. Exactly. Exactly. Let's, let's answer some questions, please. Hamilton. Questions. I would like to start. The question is from Allison underscore DeJong. My husband puts tomatoes in the fridge. Can you please tell him to stop? One. Knock that shit off, first of all. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, one, I want to say this. I can't tell your husband what to do. I can't. It's not my role in life. I can suggest this, though, that if he's doing it, he's doing what stupid people do, which is you put tomatoes in the fridge. They don't need to be in the fridge, okay? There's an entire school of people who the answer to anything in terms of food preservation is to put it in the fridge. I do not understand it. Now, I understand it. For instance, and I will share a personal anecdote, my wife tends to want to put everything in the fridge. And I know why. It's because her mother took public health classes in like the 50s when they're like, everything is unclean. Put it in the fridge where it will survive a nuclear blast. Cook it in in butter. Yeah, cook it in butter and put it in the fridge. That's how we'll we'll beat the Russians. In the the aluminum, the tin fridge. (laughs) Copper fridge. The one that Indiana Jones survives a blast in, right? Like that's... Put lead. everything in the fridge. Lead keeps impurities out of your lead. blood. That's the metal I was reaching for. Like people Pico, who, bismuth. Like people like if you people who were raised in the fifties and sixties, they put everything in the fridge. They put their batteries, they put children in the fridge. There's like their <laughs> college degree and a human head. Mm-hmm. And their fridges weren't even very big. They're just very no. efficient yeah. efficient organizers. You keep your will and testament in there? Yep. Yeah. Keeps Ain't, it fresh. It's not spoiled, is it? It's crisp. Yeah. Just like yeah. this iceberg lettuce, the only vegetable I eat. That and the cottage cheese keeps me slim for these Sansibelt pants. Sansibelt pants. So you go ahead and tell him um, that I told him I suggest that he stops. Alton Brown says stop too. Ooh. 
yeah, let's bring let's bring noted culinary expert and firearms enthusiast Alton Brown. He appeal says, to authority. He says, "quote Never put tomatoes in the refrigerator. If they drop below fifty degrees, a flavor compound called Z three hexanol is just going to flip itself off like a chemical switch permanently." Alton Brown, enjoy your tasteless tomatoes, ass. Yeah, Alton Brown doesn't even keep his guns in the fridge. No, he does. So he, keeps, he keeps a gun in the fridge. So wait, 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 wait. If a tomato gets too cold, yeah, it it, it, turn, it, it turns loses. into a mutant or something. No, yeah, just, that's yeah. that's why. Yeah, it does. That's why Subway's tomatoes always taste like crap because they're too cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they lost their their what's it now? Man, Z flavonoid theta. Brutus, yeah, that's what he's. Brutus Buckeye used to be a tomato. Now look at him. <laughs> but bro, he's so ripped. He's very ripped. No, they let him out below fifty because we here here in the Big Ten we play outside when it's like eight degrees because it gives you fortitude. You know, we discovered roofs like years ago. Yeah, we did. I have another question too. This is uh, in this case personally to me an extremely relevant question from uh, Steph at Steph LCM on Twitter. How do you determine a sex haver from friends? Now she's referring to her Abby on Twitter, which is different. It's two people. Now, typically when I see a man and a woman uh, and there's a guy saying a really annoying thing to me on Twitter, uh, I call them a registered sex haver because it's inevitably this like low grade sort of tolerable, like dork or dipshit. Uh, depending on the comment, who uh, decides to appear in his Abbey with his girl. Now, there's there's a few possible reasons why you would do this. You're either in your Abbey with your girl because you think it's the best possible picture of you. That's, that's possible. Maybe that's the only good photo you have. And from what I've seen of these men, that's a real good guess. And And it should be noted frequently, this is not the best possible picture of your significant other. No, no. That's the really, the really, like, inadvertently unfair inconsiderate thing about this in a lot of cases that the dude looks okay and the lady is like ah you're not taking a picture are you <laughs> like not ready for the photo Ooh, oh right? but we are happy vacation yeah. not not bad looking people just people who've been caught at a bad angle right yeah another reason would be that you are terrified of your girl thinking that you are creeping on the internet so you put her in the photo right like like the cop <laughs> Ladies of the internet, back off. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Neighborhood watch in effect. <laughs> yes. We we watch out for our own here. That's not, by the way, and again, from what I've seen of these dudes, and I say this as a fellow homely person, okay? <laughs> like, the, it's not a danger, okay? You know why I'm not in my Abbey? This, this, this is a very safe neighborhood, is what you're this, saying. This is. And I hope this is a safe space for us to discuss this, Okay. <laughs> Because you know why I'm not in my Abbey? Because I don't want to ruin anyone's day. Okay? I'm just going to put Chris Leak and the Gator in there. Everyone's real happy with it. Okay? You in the I, white suit was good. But other than that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You don't want that. Even then. Still my face. Even then, you're <laughs> right. It could have just been somebody else in the white suit. Yeah, it doesn't. What? I can put Steve Martin in the white suit. Everybody will be like, that's oh, a funny shit. man. Do that. Yeah, do that. Put any attractive, famous person in there. Don't put yourself. Mm-hmm. No one wants to see that. I tried to change my picture to myself, and people yelled at me to stop. It did. And so I did. Yeah. Now, the third reason that you might have the the girl and yourself in your Twitter Abby is this, that you want to show that you have sex. And I'm real proud of you for that. That's awesome. <laughs> okay? But we don't care. It's, like, actually one of the easiest things to do, human-wise. Okay? Like, in your life. It's probably going to happen. Most people will just assume that that person at one point ha- has done it. What you're showing is that you're like, oh, it's got a born-on date. This sex heaven is recent, and here's the one who did it. Well, don't put her out there like that. <laughs> <laughs> Especially because she probably is not aware that that's what you're doing. Like, that'd be even worse if that's not your girl. <laughs> you know? Now, some people, this is – somebody actually – had a nice photo. This is what this lady has. She said, how do you determine a sex ever from friends? It's her and it's a female friend. Now, you might assume, you're like, I don't know, maybe they're a couple. Could be a sex haver. Yeah, it could be, could be, could be a sex haver. And that'd be cool. And the honest answer is, I have no idea how to determine the sex haver from friends. You've obviously feel like- implied that you're friends. That's cool, okay? I, I do that. Also, it helps this. You're not a dipshit dude. 
Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the key. It all goes back to the main thing that started all this is, well, are you an asshole on the internet? Because if so, that gives us a clue <laughs> as to yeah. the other person's yeah. identity. If, yeah. if you're just here to tell Bomani Jones he's the real racist, well, I don't think your friend in your picture is just your friend. We are not judging the book by its cover, but we are judging the cover by the book. Exactly. And in addition to that, by the way, don't do that with your girl. Because suddenly, like, we're all having this – you're, you're the awkward guy at the party. Dragging your girl into the conversation like, hey, buddy, I got something to tell you about, you know, Trump. And you are, <laughs> like and, and you are running a terrible risk that people are going to bring this third party who had nothing to do with the dumb shit you said on the internet into the discussion unfairly. You're and pe- the, people will do that. You're doing the internet male version of this, okay? Which is, yeah, you want to fight my boyfriend? Let me go get him. That's what you're doing. You're involving them when, no, this is your stupidity. That would be my one, le- my, one, my one request for anybody is that if, if you're an asshole on the internet, and just admit it, you know if you are, uh, either don't put your photo up and don't involve an innocent party. Don't get the third party involved because that's what happens, registered sex haver, when you pop up in the timeline. I'm done with my sermon. Ryan, what's your question? Uh, this question comes from Julia Peasy at JPZ on Twitter. What top 25 team could replace at least one of its players with a Roomba and not have anyone notice? My answer, near and dear to my heart, is Florida. Florida. Florida's kicking game is so bad at this point, you could try to Roomba out onto the field, and that would probably not affect Florida's decision whether or not to kick a field goal, and it would definitely not affect my prediction of how likely that field goal were to succeed. Uh, it would actually probably make me feel a little better, because I'd say, well, of course Florida's not going to make this field goal. It's a goddamn Roomba out there, a kicker. And not, you know, a human with legs. Save you a scholarship? Same odds. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll say Alabama and quarterback. Fair. Jason, you got I feel one? like, well, Jake Coker kind of scrambles like a Roomba. Like, the way he navigates through traffic just sort of <laughs> shuffles. Like, hits I, a, lo- hit, I love his scrambling. It's, hits hits it's, an obstacle, and he's like, Just mm, bounces nope, right way. off. It really looks like just a, a, a dad navigating traffic in in, uh, in a shopping mall. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's it's I, I think when he goes pro, like in in Madden, all his physical attributes will be kind of, but then like ball carrier vision is going to be like a ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, he's got the same moves and the same trajectory and the same motion as a dad trying to track his child through an indoor playhouse. You know, real crowded, rainy Saturday. You know, a bunch whoop, of bounce houses whoop, inside. Kid, whoop, dad, whoop, escape, whoop. dad escaping a bounce house. That's some, exactly what it is. Some other kid ran right into my groin. Just keep moving. It's the second best. Shrug descri- it off. It's the second best description of an awkward scramble I've ever heard. The first being Bud Elliott saying that Jameis Winston ran like a pregnant lady. Oh. Like <laughs> that was that he ran, which is true. I feel the thing here is all Jimbo Fisher quarterbacks have extremely distinct styles of running. He probably like messes it up. Like they all get like super athletic, like coming in, and he's like, "No, no, it's not going to do." His his critique of their every motion motion is so deep and so in depth that they forget how to fucking run. I want you yeah. to. I want you to imagine you're Jiminy Cricket. You're chasing after Pinocchio. And I've also I've tied twenty pound weights to your feet while you run. A dream is why it'll make base. you a better quarterback. That's why. That's why you got twenty pound pounds on your weight. On your feet? Why Who you cares do. if you ever run? You don't ever have to run. All you do is throw the ball. Yeah. You know what? Christian Ponder? Christian Ponder is actually a 14-year-old child. I got him an NFL bonus. He never uh, walked in his life. All what, he does is throw the ball. What I especially like about Julia's question is not imagining uh, the actual replacement, but thinking about the certain class of college football fan or writer who would just praise Roomba up and down. Oh, Roomba's... Roomba's such a, a humble player, just doesn't say anything, doesn't need the attention, just goes just out there and gets the job done. Three cleans yards up others' a, mistakes. Three yards in a cloud of dust is pretty much Roomba's, Roomba's main goal in life. Well, I guess not the cloud of dust. Remo- removing the cloud of removing dust. Three, the cloud three of yards dust. and no dust. <laughs> three yards in the absence of dust. Roomba's just, you know, a, a stellar, stellar in the classroom, doesn't cause a ruckus. You never hear about Roomba staying out late, late drinking because he doesn't have the inputs for that. It'll fry his circuits. Literally, never hear a peep out of Roomba mm-hmm. if you if you, unless you tell it to if you have a beep or something. <laughs> I feel like run. you could put like in like uh, Utah's secondary or something like Ooh, that because yeah. I mean who's watched more than one Utah game? This uh, no, year? no, you could put it in Cal's secondary. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> oh no, Roomba's on fire. 
Well, we said top 25, Spencer, so there's oh, no need to discuss oh. Cal here. I hate you. I think my favorite coaching rumor so far is that uh, Mizzou interviewed Sonny Dykes. <laughs> Which is, I'm so because happy. Because he'd be going from a team with one of the country's best offenses and worst defenses to completely vice versa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's going to that's gonna be a weird omelet. Temperatures are uneven. It's going to be a bad omelet. Oh, it's going to be so bad for uh, you. All we have is milk and green peppers and no <laughs> eggs. Well, too late. <laughs> Tony Franklin's cooking Too late. We're having chocolate cake. <laughs> I love this, though. I love the notion of an SEC East where there are all of these, like, Saban clones and everyone's just hired to save an assistant and then sticking out like a sore goddamn thumb is Sonny Dykes. <laughs> Tony Franklin staff. <laughs> the Tony Franklin staff that's like... This game's going to be 48-45. Staff where none of them wear shoes. <laughs> They're the only ones. Like in the SEC East, if you're a forlorn quarterback, like, I don't want to play out of the shot. I don't want to do a pro style. Sonny Dykes just like comes into your room at night like a vampire. Like, let me in. Let me in. <laughs> let me in. Just say yes. Let, let the, the Dykes one in. It's just jowly vampire. Let the Dykes like, one in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. It's an off-season project there, Ryan. Beautiful. Right in that screenplay. Jason, your question. From Leah Goldman 91 on Twitter. Why is Clemson now the South's most pious team since Rick's departure? So it would seem to default to Dabo's team if Mark Rick doesn't land at, say, Miami or Virginia. Not that Miami's in the South. Um, or pious. Miami's in the southern United States. If we did count it in the geographic south, um, then, yeah, Brother Rick is going to have some cleaning up to do to get that thing up to Georgia standards. There are churches in Miami, but they're mostly tax shelters. They're mostly, they're mostly for, uh, for DJ Khaled videos. DJ Khaled! Lord and Savior! <laughs> um, yeah, Clemson's an option. We can't overlook Ole Miss, which... Uh, also has, I, I mean, their coach quotes Jesus a whole lot on the internet. Dabo Man, doesn't even have a the, lot. any internet accounts, so I feel like Dabo is not really spreading the gospel as much as he could be. Well, he where SU Freeze is, um, Auburn and that, is probably up there as well. Auburn's got to be up there. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like Christie's toned it down a little bit, but you know, it's in there. I don't know. I, f- I feel like Muschamp. Uh, de-Jesus's things a little bit. Oh, I see. I see, I think I think Muschamp is the is the soul that Gus is trying to save. <laughs> oh, okay. So that's why he hired him. Yeah, yeah, it's like a halfway house, but a Christian one. Well, I guess maybe you could argue that like Muschamp's sort of a a, a doomsday hellfire and brimstone preacher. Right, yeah. <laughs> He's like the just the furious Calvinist who just everyone's <laughs> going to hell. You're doomed. Yeah, how many of us are going to heaven? Eleven, and they're all on my starting defense. <laughs> Not the offense, though. They're they're all going to hell. Sorry, Poor, poorly evaluated and recruited. The lineup for this weekend, by the way, just to review, we do have this. I think we've discussed some of this already. Do not sleep on the MAC championship: Bowling Green versus Northern Illinois. Oh, yeah, maybe Dino Baber's finale there as Bowling Green head coach, since he's probably going to get a job somewhere else. Rumored connection to the Maryland job, along with like eight other people. And Northern Illinois. Uh, this feels like a game that Northern Illinois wins because uh, that's just what they do. Because it's a MAC championship. Because yeah. it's a MAC championship. And every time Northern Illinois goes in looking like the unglamorous run first thumper, they manage to grind out a win against a throw first high energy electric team. I'm really just subbing Toledo for Bowling Green here, but I think the dynamic holds. So. Yay, Northern Illinois. Congratulations. You've already won the MAC championship. That was easy. And, yeah. Anything, and then uh, um, the American, that's noon, Saturday. Temple at Houston. Both of these teams keeping their coaches as of this point of recording, which uh, means, okay, sure. Yeah, they've just been hired by uh, Virginia and Georgia or whatever. But as of right now, keeping their coaches. Virginia's a step down. Why would they do that? From Philadelphia? <laughs> I mean, certain parts of Philadelphia are fine. I, I sort of think maybe Matt Rule's looking at, like, Al Golden <laughs> and, Steve, <laughs> and Steve Adazio and going, you know, Temple? You know, this is a very safe environment. I mean, it's uh, Philly's just a great city, and I'm very comfortable here, and I've got all the keys to all the, the stuff. I'm friends with two of the boys' men members. Yeah, I met the Roots once. It was great. Yeah, that's, that's where Matt Rule's at right now. 
in terms of Temple and job security. And Tom Herman staying at, at Houston for two years. I sort of think because he has to. Is it one of those things where he's like, ah, I don't want to look like that guy who just took the job for a year? That might be part of it. I mean, he might be waiting for a big job in the state of Texas to open up. Well, what, what job, has, what job would area. that be? What job could that possibly be? It, it, oh, I mean, a big job in the state of Texas <laughs> coming open? Who could imagine? Okay. It's rice. Yeah, yeah, that's one. That's the one I was hinting at. Yeah. Hey, launch Todd Graham's spectacular <laughs> career, and that's how. Like, obviously, the plan is to get to Pitt. Hey, speaking mm. speaking of Texas, you get to watch Baylor just work out all of its frustrations in a meaningless ass whooping of Texas. Actually, this game matters because if Baylor beats Texas here, they take the Sugar Bowl spot from TCU. Okay. So this is Art Bryles' last chance to fuck over <laughs> Gary Patterson for an entire calendar oh, that, year. Oh, that, that means he's going to do it. Yeah. That means, <laughs> that I'm means, sorry, Texas. Yeah. Sorry, Texas. Yeah. This is- every, every point Art Bryles scores on Texas this weekend is basically a point he's scoring on TCU. Yeah. So if he can put the boot forever on Gary Patterson's face indirectly, he will do it. Be fun. Be fun watching that old Miss. You know, this this could end up being what the old Miss Baylor Sugar Bowl. That's that's yeah, probably gonna. I mean, it's it's either old that's Miss a, Baylor or it's the rematch. This is <laughs> this is also going to be the game that sends Texas to four and eight. And I just want you to know, Texas fans, if you need help knowing how to cope with four and eight, Spencer and I are always here. We're here. But but Elliot will make you a meme. You should like know, he, like he did when Florida hit that mark. You should know. Coping does not mean you will have the same coach two years from now. Uh, you know, at, at four and eight, that's uh, with victories. That's twice as many victories as uh, actual verified rape accusations at Florida State over a <laughs> nine-year span of time. I mean, that's only the reported ones, but there yeah. are only so many reported Texas wins too. So, the other games going on. I want to. Uh, I want to mention real quick that uh, Georgia State could ooh. become poll eligible. Oh yeah! Yeah! Oh yeah! They uh, they have to go win at Georgia Southern. So, but um, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> it is December first, and Georgia State is still within reach of ball eligibility. Do it, and the concrete campus shall rejoice. <laughs> the entire campus, from from one end to the other, shouting, uh, you know, like from the 18th floor of one building down to like the third of another. Shut up, it's late. <laughs> arm in arm in arm. <laughs> hey, this ends up being a great non-conference win for Oregon. Pac-12's back. That's true. This would bump Oregon, and thus Stanford, and thus Stanford <laughs> in the playoff. Thanks there you to go. them Panthers. Ludacris did it. That's how it have you. Luda, still influential in 2015. You'll never be able to outwrap him. Uh, boy. SEC championship game is just going to be a bloodbath. Nope, just Dude. don't. Just, just gonna, don't. It's going to be so bad. That's... And it's unfortunate because it's not in the block where there's a lot else going on. No, everyone's just going to watch Florida get put on the rack. So this, this is, is like why a good... I was trying to draw attention to Statesboro. Yeah, for, so for like y'all. I would say five thirty is a good time to if you have an errand to run or if you have to, you know, hmm, do, five. Some, do some four forty five. Yeah, I mean, I was I was trying. To Can I talk you into four ten? <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah, you bought. You know what? Three fifty. Yeah, just check out early. Just go, go do something else because I have to watch this, but you don't. My, I will implore you again, as I have through repeated Florida games over the past three to four years. I have to watch this. You don't. So don't. Just ask me how it went. I'll tell you. Oh, I'll tell you. Or ask Bud. Or ask Bud. Yeah, they scored two points. <laughs> Stanford versus USC in the Pac-12 championship game. It would be a delight to me if USC just decided to absolutely face Stanford and beat them in this game. I don't think they will. I just don't. Stanford is pretty much made to to annihilate two teams, the Pac-12, Oregon, and USC. They already did it once, and they're probably going to do it again. I yeah. think the smart move for Stanford here is just to sort of to beat USC by like 5 because then both of your wins over USC count as top 25 wins. Mm, well, that's keep in, keep in mind this is a primetime 7:45 game. On the East Coast, which means that Stanford's prime mission here is to give the ball to Christian McCaffrey in as many different fashions, variations, and methods as possible in order to get him a shot at the Heisman. Because this is how at the least, Heisman. Yeah, at least get him the invite. 
at least he'll get an invite. I'm pretty sure at this okay. point, right. right? It's going to be Derek Henry, McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, and who? Fournette. Those are our four. Maybe Fournette. Uh, maybe four. Deshaun Watson. I mean, you're, you're talking Baker Mayfield. Maybe Baker Boy. I mean, like yeah, I think there's Deshaun. variables. I think hey, to me, Henry and McCaffrey are the two definite. But okay. after that, I don't know. Yeah. The but yeah, that's ideally what I I think USC's or what Stanford's mission here is. Just remember, don't let Davis Shaw put the team to sleep when they get up by three scores. Don't. There, like, is there a body clocks factor? This will be what a three four four forty five game. Get your body clock. No, the only body clock is sleepy voters on the East Coast passing out before the second half. That's really the only issue. <laughs> but it's what nine. Now's nine. I gotta go. You gotta get up and go to the. The sports writing farm. <laughs> Gotta get up and go to the, the votes, votes mill. Ooh, yeah. man, the, the the plays the right way trees are about to come into bloom. <laughs> Gotta be up at five thirty for no reason whatsoever. Yeah, the old the old, the old beat hound has to get to sleep. <laughs> I like the the names that beat writers call themselves. The old beat crow has to <laughs> has to turn in. <laughs> Let's get my get my three hundred words in so I can go to sleep and wake up, go to church. Beat, beat lamprey sleepy. <laughs> Attached to the underside of this beautiful sport. Clemson, North Carolina in the ACC championship game. Maybe the game that like I actually want to watch. Like this game more than any on this day is the one that to me, besides Texas Baylor for comedy, uh, this is the one that's actually compelling because I don't actually know how this game's gonna go. None. North Carolina could make this very difficult. It's been a while since Clemson's played a good team. What, like a month or so? Mm-hmm. Since the Florida State game. And North Carolina <laughs> hasn't played a good team. So mm-hmm. uh, both these teams, I don't want to say Clemson has a lot to prove because, I mean, they win in any fashion they're in. But uh, both of them, uh, I think we can learn a lot about them. Yeah, you'll actually figure it out. Uh, figure out if North Carolina is good. That's really... The big takeaway here, win or lose, you'll be able to sort of get a, a real true gauge on their overall quality. Whether they beat Clemson or not, I really don't think they do just because Clemson has been so good, so consistent, and so good at the positions that matter. Just good along the defensive line, good at quarterback, good along the offensive line. They've got a solid running back. You know, they've it, it, just those real strong basics are the things that you go, okay, I, I like this team. They're extremely bankable. You know, both these teams played what had like three weird turnovers against South Carolina. Mm-hmm. It's the thing they have in common. <laughs> they, it's like the ACC championship is the South Carolina fuck up bowl. Yeah, this is <laughs> the one where they just bond together and they're like, oh, "Who goofed oh, up man. less against South Carolina?" You puked like, there too. And people do say, "Oh man, North Carolina's got that offense." Uh, yeah, Clemson actually averages pretty much better than. Better than North Carolina in every major category. I think they're just less gaudy about it. They're not out here putting, uh, I guess they did it's put also, 58 or whatever. It's also a lot of like, you turned the Clemson game off, so you didn't see the last three touchdowns. Yeah. And it might be that UNC is always in the noon spot. Right. So whenever you look up and, oh, shit, UNC is winning by 37. Guess I'll watch that. Yeah, like, whereas Clemson, it's you know they're actually playing a more respectable opponent later in the day. Yeah, or you go, oh man, North Carolina, their defense really improved. They're only allowing twenty points a, a game. You know they've they've really come along. Well, I mean that's true. It's actually like twenty one, and, and Clemson's actually allowing about nineteen. Hey, don't don't count out Gene Chizik though. You know, never would. I never, never would. would dream of it. <laughs> I, I'm not joking. The man won a national title. So did Jimbo. Uh, <laughs> what the hell does that mean? <laughs> so did Larry. So did Larry Coker. <laughs> you just, you just snuck Jimbo in. There. Oh, hold on. Let, let me let me sneak another one in. So did Jim Trestle. Oh, that's oh cute. man. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot about that guy. Yeah, man, that happened. Is so, he gonna? Is he gonna bubble up for a coaching position somewhere? His show cause is done, man. So yeah. <laughs> Strap him back. Strap the vest back oh, on. Oh, Georgia, he's gonna look so good in that red vest. Yeah, if I Urban, was say he's got Georgia all over. Yeah, if Urban goes to the uh, Titans, mm, come on, <laughs> Daddy's coming. <laughs> bring him back. All of a sudden, Ohio State fans are like, no. I mean, if Urban Meyer wants a more relaxed environment than college football, the Tennessee Titans are probably it. I I really would love that though, because it, right now the. 
right now the political stance of every Ohio State fan is to be maximally defensive in Jim Trestle's honor. If they're like, hey, man, listen, Urban took off the NFL. We're going to bring Tress back. They'd be like, he's a fired coach. He's an honorable, honorable man. The NCAA overdid it. Actually, I think the NCAA might have some more things to look into. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? He's he's actually hiring Jim Bowman back from Michigan State. <laughs> oh, he did. His offense did beat Ohio State, so I guess that makes sense. Anyone's anyone's better than the non Zeke coordinator we have now? <laughs> Suck an SEC fan. He's fine. <laughs> they lose to Purdue. The Big Ten championship game. 8 o'clock on Fox. Hope you like the NFL theme layered over college football. My favorite thing about Fox college football. Cleanest will be singing the national anthem. (laughs) (laughs) Boob jokes. (laughs) Fart gun. Frank Caliendo. No, it would be Frank Caliendo as Whitney Houston. would be like the most offensive. Wow, he's as dead Whitney Houston. That is really offensive, Frank Caliendo. Yeah, but but man, he's nailing the Whitney. He is fucking nailing. He's in blackface, and this is really offensive, but he is (laughs) nailing this. The most racist thing you've done in hours. (laughs) Most racist thing that made me feel super patriotic. Damn. Rod Riggle is really glad he got out of this. I think that's Fox's entire business model. (laughs) Racist things that make me feel patriotic. (laughs) Like, from, the, like the Big Ten Championship game. 